0: Welcome to our podcast. We're your host, Annie and Mariah. We're unraveling life one conversation at a time, and we'll leave nothing left unsaid.
1: Good morning, everyone. <laughs> good, good morning is right. It is very early.
0: Well, it feels a lot earlier than it is. I think it's just because we, like you and I, have probably both been up for like nearly two hours at this point. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Actually I got up at five today, so
0: Yeah. My alarm went off at six
1: thirty, so love that. So anyways, good morning. Thank you for joining us today. Um We're kinda mellow today. Very mellow. I'm
0: truly exhausted. Okay, yeah, you from... had a long
1: weekend.
0: Yeah, we're we're gonna talk about today. Um significant others having a new relationship and traveling and meeting families and all that. And um, I guess I'll just start with saying that I went away with Alex and his family. And mind you, this is not our first trip together. He went with me and Luca to California to visit my family. So we've kind of had like, we've both had our share of trips so far (laughs) um, with each other's families but um yeah this weekend was just a lot. We went for a wedding and drinking, staying up late, just like all the things of a wedding craziness. Um yeah, I like met a lot of his family for the first time. I mean, Alex and I don't have like an official start day of dating. Like we're not like, "Oh my god, October 1st is our anniversary." Like we just aren't yeah. like we just don't do that. Yeah. So I don't I don't know when our first day of dating was, but we've been together for like two years and I've met a huge chunk of his family, but I haven't, you know, met his family that's on the other side of the country and living down South and all that. So everybody was in one place at the same time and it was just a lot of things. And I felt a lot of feelings building up to that time because I feel like when you're in a quote unquote new relationship and you're meeting their family their whole ass family it's like a little overwhelming
1: it, it is it's very overwhelming. it's a little
0: overwhelming and you just feel like you want to make a good first impression but you also want to be true to who you are and like not do too much to make it seem like you're, you're you know too hard or something yeah like that. yeah I feel as if I do a good job staying true to myself so I think I, I think I did a good job I'm sure you did Yeah. And everybody there was so kind and so sweet. And like you have all this anxiety building up to those moments and then you meet them and then you click and you're just kind of wondering why you were so stressed out in the first place. Right.
1: I know that you were very anxious leading up to that trip too, which this can be another episode
0: because – totally. anxiety can be an episode of its own <laughs> how, many,
1: how many episodes do we need to talk about anxiety a lot um I mean you can have traveler's anxiety like alone like even if you're just going on a trip like by yourself or like with your totally. your own family yeah. and then throw into the mix meeting like new family it's yeah it can be overwhelming especially if the family is like pretty big and whatnot
0: and you, yeah yeah It was basically a family reunion plus a wedding. Yeah. So – because a lot of people – I, you know, I didn't realize that a lot of them hadn't seen each other in, like, 10 years, 5, 10 years. Oh, really? So, yeah. So it was, like, a huge, just fun family gathering. But it was it was such a fun time. I met, you know, his cousins and then I met his cousin's significant others and we just kind of clicked and we were hanging out on the boat and we were just, you know – going out to bars and dancing at the wedding. Like, it was a really fun time. And uh, I feel that I – it's literally two days later. I'm still recovering. (laughs) I know. I don't know how people do this. No, no.
1: I know. I saw your Snapchats and I was like, yes, live that life. That is not for me right now
0: though. (laughs) I was living, but I am dying right now.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so – were you nervous to meet his family? Like, I know that's, like, usually a big thing. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm no. meeting family, and I I know you said you don't want to make too bold of a first impression and stuff, but, like, were you nervous meeting them?
0: No, I – that that was really actually the least of my worries. Like, my anxiety was really just coming from traveling, being away from Luca, just, you know, what if something ha- – like, just crazy what ifs yeah. um, was, like, the the bulk of my anxiety. But no, meeting his family really didn't scare me at all because, you know, over the years, like, he's told me about his family. He's shared stories and, like, things his cousins did together. And so I got, like, a really good idea of who they were. Mm -hmm. But – and I've also met – I think I've met – well, out of all of them, I really had only met, like, one or two people aside from his immediate family, so his mom and brother. But I had heard a lot about everyone – and so I kind of went in there like knowing certain people, um, yeah, which helped. But no, my my anxiety really just came from what I had just mentioned, and then also everybody's names. Like that was the biggest thing because there was so names are so hard. Oh my god, there was so many of them. And my again, Lu- Luca, Alex has told me about all of these people for years. So I've heard their names time and time again. I've heard stories. He's told me who's related to who, how they're related to each other, whatever. And I still couldn't get that shit to click in my head. I thought I knew what I was doing. Like I thought I knew and was understanding when we would talk one-on-one about it. And then I got there and I was like, wait a second, this person's related to (sighs) this person? And he was like, yeah, they're brothers. And I'm like, no fucking way. That did not click in my head. And he has two sets of twins in his family and they're – like his aunt has two sets of twins. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that there was two sets of twins. I thought there was only one set of twins and then I thought the other set of twins was from a different family Uh and it like all was making sense. I'm like this. So really I was very overwhelmed like the first – the first night we were there which was a brief night because we got in late and then we went to catch up at a winery And then I kind of just met everyone really quickly. And then I got back to the hotel and I was like, who is everyone? Like, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. So, yeah, that was really just, like, most of my anxiety. Um, But then after that, I kind of slowly – like, you slowly – when you're on vacation with a significant other's family, you slowly get to meet everybody and, like, talk to them individually. And then it gives you a better perception of who they are like the type of relationship the two of you might have in the future that kind of thing like I really clicked with a couple of his um cousins and then his cousin's significant others like that was really nice because then you don't feel like you're you know they're alone with yeah. quotation marks yeah even though you're not you're with you know your boyfriend and his right but you don't know these people, these people right are but are you're still strangers. A, they're still yeah. strangers yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's nice because then, too, like, once you build that relationship, you can have, like, I don't know, separate trips going forward with those cousins yeah. and others. and
0: Right, exactly. You know. So, like, I had met a bunch of his uncles, a bunch of his uncle's kids, and they – literally, his family lives all over the United States. It's crazy. And I was saying – or we were both talking about, like, okay, now we can go visit so-and-so because we've formed that, you know – small relationship, but like it will get you know it'll get bigger and it'll it'll elaborate into something more but right. for now it is what it is but it's there so we can take that and kind of like go to these places now exactly. and visit and stay for a weekend or stay for a week or whatever it is. So that's nice.
1: Yeah. I was um just thinking about the setting in which you met them.
0: It was mm-hmm. a wedding.
1: So yeah. like that's a pretty significant like, event intense. to bring
0: somebody to a significant to. other too yeah so I don't know you're gonna you're gonna have to ask Alex that question <laughs>
1: you know what I mean because it's like yeah no when it you is bring, when you when family members bring somebody to a wedding you're like okay like how invested do I need to get into this person like are they just a plus one or is this like serious like are i actually you... never
0: i actually never even thought about that really yeah that
1: was my thought when he was bringing you to the wedding because i'm like oh they must think like this is pretty serious
0: to bring someone to a wedding i don't know i, mean, I feel like I, you go both ways i would say that alex and i are you know like it's a serious relationship yeah like we're we're invested not to in one shit another.
1: on your relationship saying like oh do you guys think you're gonna break no. up you know what i mean not like that no at
0: not at all not at all, because that thought has never crossed my mind about us. Like that, that's never crossed my mind. But I, I don't know. I guess I never like thought about the the truth. But if if the roles were switched and I was bringing him to a wedding, I would think like, oh, this is really serious. Like that, I'm bringing him around my whole family. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. Because like you're meeting the whole family, hmm. not because it's yeah. not like you're going to a wedding for a friend and you're bringing a plus one. You're right. going to a wedding for family. Family. And that was
0: another thing too, is like, as somebody who one yes, I have been married before and I am divorced. So like as somebody, and I didn't have a, like for those listening, I did not have a wedding. I had, there was like eight of us that witnessed, you know, my ex and I get married because it was all a military thing and it was very quick and whatever. And For the circumstances I am under now, I am actually so grateful that I didn't have a wedding because it would have just I would feel different things about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't get to experience that, so I have like this huge openness to weddings and being married and all that. So I never was able to like have people at my wedding, um, where like my cousins and stuff weren't there. So now that I like, I guess the roles are kind of switched, and like I'm going to a wedding of a significant other is like with their. It's their cousin's wedding, like someone that they're close to. Um, Yeah, I guess it's kind of a big deal. I never really – I really never thought of it that way.
1: Yeah, because I mean he –
0: Like it is is a big deal.
1: Because it's a family wedding.
0: You know what I mean? I think it's just because Alex and I are just so like – like we're just calm and we don't make big deals out of things like that that it never felt like a big deal to me. But you're 100% right. I literally just met his whole entire extended family. So when it comes to a wedding, I understand from one being married and even though I didn't have a wedding, I understand from just that title and then I understand from like being a wedding makeup artist and I literally go to weddings every year, so many of them getting the brides ready. So I understand how important it is to invite people to your wedding that actually, that you care about, that you want to be there. So the fact, this was like a really big thing for me. So the fact that I got to be invited as a plus one to his cousin's wedding and his cousin didn't know me, like really was a lot for me. And I made sure that when I said bye to her and like, I hugged her and congratulated her that I told her like, thank you so much for letting me come to your wedding because like, you did not have to like give Alex it's a plus one. It's so expensive one. to get married. Yeah. It's so expensive to get married, and this wedding was not a cheap wedding. It was so beautiful. It was like literally a dream wedding, and I can only imagine how much it co- how much it cost per plate per head. And you know, nobody there knew me, right? And I'm sure I wasn't the only one that had a. Pl- I know, I'm sure Alex wasn't the only one with a plus one that people didn't know, but. I don't know. You You just feel, like, honored in a way to, like, be yeah. brought to yeah. somebody's wedding that doesn't fucking know you. Right. You know? Especially when it's family. Especially when it's family because you're, like, meeting their whole bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So now he but, can't
1: get rid of you. He's already guess, introduced you. I, I mean, I guess not.
0: <laughs> I guess not. So funny. It's a. I mean, I don't know who's listening right now, but it's a. It's a lot when you're entering a new relationship, and then you're meeting family, and then you're traveling with significant other, and then you're traveling with you and your family versus their you and their family, mm-hmm. and then you've got like all the anxiety.
1: Yeah, I guess like I would say I could give advice on this, but I can't because Adam and I have been together for so long. So by the so time long. we were bringing each other to important events like that, like it was already just. Okay, Adam and Mariah. Like, it's yeah. not Adam plus one or Mariah well, plus Well,
0: and I think the thing, too, like, for my situation, I do not ever want to speak on behalf of Alex, like, ever. But I, I think, too, like, he hasn't been in a relationship in so long that when you bring somebody, it's just like, whoa. hmm It's
1: just, like, it's just uh, oh, new. this must – what's going on here? What's, <laughs> what's going on here? Who is she? Yeah. Well, talking about that, just some advice for our listeners. I can't speak on new relationships, but Annie can. But I remember, I know it's been so long. I remember going to meet Adam's whole family, and it was actually his graduation mm-hmm. party from high, for high school.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And he was trying to not warn me, but, like, prep me. Because he's got a lot of aunts, and you've met his mom. They're all just very what high energy, the is, high energy. <laughs> so like I had to meet his his mom times six essentially yeah. because they're all like that. Um, and his family's pretty big, and just trying to connect who was who. And you know, I went there, and I remember I was just keeping to myself and to his sisters because that's mm-hmm. who I knew. Right. So I was just kind of staying with them because he – it was his graduation party, so he had to go and, like, talk with everybody and mingle. And I remember meeting his aunts and his grandma. I'm like, okay, that's not that bad. Like, they said hello, like, just quick conversation, and then they went about whatever they were doing. hmm But I was very nervous going to that just because he had explained it's his mom times 6 Mm-hmm. And – I don't know. And I know that when Adam first met my family, my family's massive.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm just going to throw shade on my own family because we're Asian and we all look alike. It's like when I, I what I assume when like Asians look at white people and they're like, oh, they all look the same. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. like all my aunts and uncles, they all look the same. So they're very easy to mix up. And like my mom's a baby of 13. Like Adam had yeah. a lot of people to meet. But he's just a people person anyways. so I think that plays into it. But he – I remember he was like, who is that? Who is that again? And then he tried to have a conversation and they'd be like, no, that's not my son. Like, it's that yeah. person. Plus they have accents, so it's really hard to understand them. Yeah. Um. But I know that he was nervous about meeting them, but he was just like, you know, whatever. I'll Eventually I'll learn their names and stuff and yeah. who they are and who they're related to. But I don't know. I guess – You can speak on a new relationship standpoint Mm -hmm. and meeting everybody and then, you know, tips and tricks.
0: Yeah. So it's actually really interesting to see myself now meeting family versus how I was, let's say, 10 years ago because every relationship I've been in, I've always really tried Like, granted, I was a lot younger um, and more naive, but I would really, really try to make a great first impression on parents of my significant other and their siblings and people that were closest to them. And this time around, even with Alex's immediate family that I met, I told myself, you know, my best piece of advice in this situation is to literally stay true to who you are and to not overcompensate for whatever you think you need to overcompensate for.
1: Because if you do too, just a thought to build off that, if you do
0: try too hard, you're going to have to keep trying hard.
1: Exactly. How exhausting. Exactly. (laughs) No,
0: it's exhausting. So in the past with relationships, I have really tried to almost make my mark. On a family, not because I was trying to be fake, but because I was really trying to make sure that they liked me. But that oh. was, this is kind of going a little bit off topic, but it's almost like worry about if you like yourself before, if other people like you, kind of thing. And I wasn't worrying about if I like myself. I was worrying about if other people liked me, not just my significant other's parents, but like everybody in general. And now that I'm a, an adult and I've, you know, been through some shit and I like, have therapy and healing and all that stuff. I really learned that the best thing you can do for yourself is just remain true to who you are. And if that means you kind of go a little bit slower paced into meeting people, then I think that's 150% okay because that allows me to not overcompensate. I noticed myself this weekend, I would meet someone, they would kind of crack a joke at me to kind of break the ice. And instead of me getting all uptight and feeling really, really weird about it, I would be myself and I would just crack a joke back and then, Mm -hmm. you know, later on throughout the night, Alex would end up talking with whoever that was and they'd be like, oh, hi, I like your girlfriend. She's great. Like she – I don't know. He told me a couple things. He was like, so-and-so said that. Like they couldn't believe you said that. They thought it was so funny. So like me – Back in the day, would have never cracked a joke that could have been like a dirty joke or a you know an off-brand joke to break the ice. But now I'm just like I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna just say this because I know it's funny. You're gonna laugh. We're gonna kind of like have a moment together, and right. um, it kind of just like eases the tension. And so yeah. yeah, it's scary to meet people, but this is another thing I need. I think that's so important too. As a good significant other. They should be prefacing you on the situation that you're going into.
1: Yeah, and vice versa. That's a that's a big part of it because yeah, I mean, if you're not a person that's good at reading people and like the vibe and the energy and like what kind of mm-hmm. not saying that you need to be a different person, but what kind of vibe you should be giving off yourself in the right. situation, right? It could like go south and be
0: totally very so uncomfortable. Totally. So, for example, if I was cracking a We'll say a dirty joke, even though I really don't think I said anything dirty this weekend. But if I was cracking a dirty joke to maybe, let's say, one of Alex's cousins who was a little bit more conservative, that might not go very well. And let's – this is all a made-up scenario, everyone that's listening. This is not real. Um, But if Alex was to tell me, you know, so-and-so is really, you know, reserved. They're a little bit to themselves. So if you go into it like this, they might feel a little bit uncomfortable. Me, as somebody who's meeting them for the first time, that shows that I'm giving them respect because I'm not being – I'm not putting them in an uncomfortable situation and also vice versa. Um, it goes for them to you as well. But when you meet a family for the first time, you're, you're like the black sheep. Like you're the outcast. You have to kind of like wiggle your way in and see where you feel like you can kind of be. hmm And I think it's just really important for you to talk with your partner prior to going into a situation because you need to understand the dynamic of it. And Alex had really prefaced me on all of this. Um, He's been prefacing me for years about his family. And it was good energy, good vibes, like great people. It was a great experience and like just fun times. So I think that's most important is staying true to yourself whenever you're meeting someone, even though it might be hard. Also for me too, a first impression is everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I wish it wasn't everything to me because I feel like people deserve second chances. But I do feel like if you kind of fuck up a first impression, it's really hard for some people to give you another. And I'm yeah. trying to grow out of that, but I am unfortunately one of those people. Um and it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect when you meet me like or, or me to somebody else, but you just have to stay true to who you are. Don't overcompensate. Like, read the room. And if you're not good at reading the room, you need to ask your partner, hey, like, is there anything I need to know before I go into this because I don't want to say or do the wrong thing in front of the, the these people, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. Because in an ideal situation, your significant other is like Alex and they can – you know, prepare you for totally. You know the your family members and what you should and shouldn't be doing, and yeah, if they don't, if they don't give you that little tidbit before meeting all the family, just ask. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure your significant other is nervous for your family to meet you, right? As well, yeah. It's not just you that's nervous. You're like, okay, I'm bringing this person into my family to meet my family. And I want them to like him or her. Yeah. So hopefully they put out a good impression for everybody. Right. It
0: could backfire on that person.
1: Yeah. You know, like exactly. if,
0: if you're invited on a trip or a wedding or something with your partner and you don't act right, that could backfire onto your partner. And then that's just a whole different, like, situation.
1: Yeah, because then you got your family attacking your partner, like, behind right. your back, saying, like, "Why? what is this person's problem? Or, Who is I this don't bitch? Really... Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be for big events. Like, if you're just meeting the family for right. the
0: first time. Yeah, it could be a party just... or a graduation party or something. Dinner.
1: Dinner. Or you're just literally going over there to meet them, and you're going out on a, a date afterwards. Christmas money. Eve,
0: like, something, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely, just have that conversation because you both are feeling anxiety Mm meeting new family, and you both want each other to make a good impression. So, yeah, just have that conversation. I feel like you can't. I mean, if you're with somebody that expects you to just Mm -hmm. fit right in, okay, maybe that's yeah, maybe in a perfect for you to know, yeah, yeah, that's only for you to know in your own relationship. But there's for I feel like the general consensus is people are anxious to meet family you know yeah and And it's they care
0: it's definitely a normal feeling well right and if you care that means that you clearly love the person that you're with or you depending on the stage of your relationship you either love them or you care about them very deeply and you want to make a good first impression and there's nothing wrong with that just remember to not overcompensate and Another piece of advice I have too is if you're meeting family and sometimes you're in a situation where your partner walks away because maybe they're going to say mm-hmm. like hi to someone and you're kind of left in a conversation, just try to keep the conversation going. Ask like, oh, what do you do for a living? Like, oh, so my you know my partner, like say their name, like Alex mentioned that you did X, Y, Z. Like, oh, can you elaborate more on that for me? And they're going to ask you about you. They're going to say if, you know, depending on what stage of life you're in, they're going to be like, what do you do for a living? Like. Where do you live if you're not from – if they're not from the area, like that type of thing. Um, And those are just conversation starters and to keep things going. And also, too, if you feel like a conversation's not going well, don't be afraid to be like, all right, we'll catch up later. I'm going to go check on Alex. Or like I'm going to go check on – I'm going to run to the bathroom real
1: quick. (laughs) Wait, excuse me. I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like I can take advice from that. For some reason, yes, I'm a nurse. I can talk to anybody. In my own nurse setting at the hospital, when I'm in my normal jam, I can talk to anybody for hours about anything. But the second I get into situations like that, like my head just goes blank. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know what... To talk about, like, what do yeah. I mean to – how to keep this going. I can feel the awkwardness building up and yeah. even the other person can feel it too. And I think – I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm overstimulated and yeah. trying to remember what they're saying and their name and I'm just thinking about a million other different things. Right. Um, that's some advice that actually I can take because Yeah,
0: I don't think it's wrong at all to just if you feel if you feel the energy dwindling and you're like this conversation's kind of dying, it's not going anywhere. I don't think there's anything wrong with you being like, All right, I'm gonna go grab another drink, like I'll see you in a little bit. Like absolutely not. Just be like, anyways, it was great to meet you. I'm yeah. just gonna run or that really quick. Yeah, or literally that to be like it's great depending on this, you know, the situation you're in, whether it's a wedding, a party, graduation party something dinner is a little bit different because it's a little bit more intimate but you still could be like okay i'm gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> or um whatever i feel like that's that's a different situation because it's more intimate your partner's probably sitting right next to you across the way like whatever but if you're in a crowded setting you can very easily be like it was so great to meet you i'm gonna let you like go enjoy the rest of your night like i'm sure we'll run into each other and you know at some point so easy so simple
1: yeah, I would always feel very awkward and then I would wanna be around my sniffkin other mm-hmm. like more. And I don't you don't wanna well, I personally don't wanna come off as like, oh, I need to be attached to this person like 24-7. But like selling defense- sell-
0: it's it is. And it's I think it's okay though. I think it's okay because over the weekend too, like it was a wedding and actually one of his one of his cousins' friends had asked me like do you feel like you're in love with him so much more because like we're at a wedding and it's all the things like romance and I don't I honestly don't remember what I said to him I was just like yeah I like I'm very much in love with him but um now that I'm not in the situation and I'm looking back on it it really does make you just like have this huge appreciation for your partner too and Alex and I are not up each other's assholes either that's just not who we are but I do think depending on the type of person you are if you're having anxiety or something like one of two things tell you like this is where communication is so important because you need to tell your partner hey like I'm feeling really anxious like can you come with me or like there was a situation where I was like hey Alex don't leave me like please stay right here and he was totally cool with it and you just have to communicate that with your partner maybe not maybe not during the event itself maybe preface that before tell them like hey if I'm feeling a little anxious like can I give you a look can I do this and that like have a code word or something so you can be like hey uh milk and they're just like okay we gotta go (laughs) They're like okay we gotta go (laughs) I know it sounds so So silly but like have a silly code word and then you say it and it kind of like lights the mood and then you just kind of like remove yourself from it and then you can go back when you're ready or whatever you know what I mean? Yeah. And just speaking from the other side of it, just because my family is so
1: big, we're constantly, not constantly, but there's always somebody new yeah. coming to family events. Like there's so many of us at different stages in our life
0: totally. that there's
1: new people coming in and you'll see those people, you know, you greet them. And then as the day goes on, you see them like sitting by themselves or like just standing awkwardly. Yeah, I'm always like, if I see them sitting By themselves. I'll go grab like a plate of food and I'll sit down and just like be so casual about it. Be like, hey, like, how are you? Like, and then just get to know them because then that makes them feel less awkward because you know that, you know, if it ever happened to you, you're sitting there at a picnic table or whatever Mm -hmm. by yourself and you're just like, oh, maybe I'll just sit on my phone. This is like awkward. Like, yeah, try to seem like I'm up here busy or whatever occupied
0: whatever something else I did too I literally just remembered it I we were at the wedding and we were out on the bel- I was out on the balcony Alex was with me and then he left and I was by myself there was other people on the balcony that I knew but like I was by myself in the corner leaning over the railing like watching the sunset and there was a moment where I was like oh let me go check out let me go see what he's up to because he had been gone for like maybe five ten minutes and then I was like you know what I'm enjoying this moment of peace to myself because he's doing whatever he's doing and he is probably catching up with family. Like they're having a good time. I'm not going to go interrupt that. Um, if Maybe if I was having an anxiety attack, I would have or something, but I wasn't. I was like literally just like, oh, where do he go? I'm going to go find him. And then I was like, no, Annie, don't do that. Like have this moment to yourself. He can come find you when he's ready. Like he's a grown adult. You don't have to be up his butt. And again, we usually aren't. So I was just like, My defense mechanism was like, oh, I'm alone. Like, let me go find him. And I was just like, no. So I gave myself that minute. I was – honestly, I probably stayed out there for like 10 more minutes, leaning over the railing, just like looking at the sunset. Nobody had come up to me because everybody was like doing their own thing. People were drinking, whatever. And when I was ready to go back inside, I did. And at that moment, he was like literally coming outside to come grab me. So it was good timing. But I gave myself that second because you feel uncomfortable for a minute where you're by yourself and nobody's talking to you and you're just like, man, what do I do with my hands? And, yeah. <laughs> you're like, what do I do? um, but it's fine. Like maybe take that minute to just like take a deep breath and relax and be like, okay, I'm going to go in there in a minute to get myself situated and we'll take it from there. But like, it's okay to have a second by yourself and leave your partner by themselves because even though it's short lived, you're giving it sounds so dumb but you're giving yourself that little five minutes apart where like it's gonna feel good when you come back together
1: right and I was gonna say that probably 99% of people aren't even recognizing that you are awkwardly standing alone exactly they're just they're they're doing their own thing right so totally be comfortable with being uncomfortable for a hot minute and then you'll just like sink into your own zone and then literally you know, come back to the event that you're at. Exactly. This also goes for people that are not very social. Because if you're not very social and you don't want to socialize with people and you enjoy yeah, totally
0: being alone and staying there, I, I feel like we were very pressed on. Relationships. But, it yeah, it, it could be like if you're a guest at a wedding or maybe you are someone's plus one but you have no relationship with the person that's brought you or – Maybe you're just going out for drinks with friends at a bar. I don't know. But it definitely goes for anybody that's antisocial, anybody that has anxiety, anybody that has panic attacks, anybody that has, like, just that reserved.
1: Yeah, like, you don't have to talk to people when you're out. You know what I mean? Like if you're yeah, if you're I'm standing totally there sure. and you have that little moment of just, okay, I'm finally by myself, that's what it might be for somebody. Yeah. I'm finally by myself. I can just sit here and not do anything and it's not awkward for me.
0: Yeah. So if that's
1: for you. Totally. Great. Take your minute to remove yourself from situations that are overwhelming and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, totally. So I guess take what you can from this episode if it relates to you or if it doesn't. But yeah, whether you're in a long-lasting relationship or a fresh relationship or not one at all, I think that there are pieces from this episode that can be taken and and sprinkled throughout everyone's lives that are listening because it's okay to take a moment for yourself in a group setting, but it's also okay to stay true to who you are when you meet new people. And it's okay to have anxiety when you're traveling by yourself with a partner, with family. Like, all of those are valid. Right. Because eventually, if things,
1: you know, end up working out and things like that, that family is going to become your family and you're just going to feel so comfortable around them too. Exactly. Exactly. So just definitely stay true to who you are. That's the best advice because you don't want to, I'm like thinking about how like I would overcompensate sometimes and just be like super friendly and super
0: outgoing and that's not me all the time. Right. And I would do the same thing. And I, I feel like this was probably my first encounter with, anyone like this was my first big trip I guess I don't know how you would consider it but where I really felt like I didn't try to be over friendly because that's not real that's not me all the time like there are moments where I sit there and I might look like I have resting bitch face but I'm actually just taking a moment for myself to like breathe and like decompress because I'm overstimulated so yeah I yeah totally Uh, As
1: always, you know, you guys can reach out to us if you're, you have something coming up and you want some advice, if, you know, we didn't maybe touch on something to help you out, message us and, you know, we're always there to lend a hand, give you some advice on how to conquer a situation. So
0: always, always. We hope
1: this episode was very helpful. If you're going to be meeting new family, new relationships, going to a new event, whatever. Um, yes you guys could take something from this because
0: we've been through we all, it yeah we all feel it and been through it so take what resonates leave what doesn't look at you you're just so philosophical all the time i'm so you're spiritual just really, today <laughs> you, you
1: always just know how to it's, pull us all together <laughs> it's really just <laughs> lack of sleep
0: <laughs> <sighs> all right guys catch you later
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We appreciate your support.
0: We would love for you to leave us a review on the platform that you're tuning in on.
1: New episodes air every Sunday
0: at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. For more up-to-date info, follow along with us on Instagram at nlu.podcast.